Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello, hello, how are you? Now, I've always been told never, ever start anything with an apology, so I'm not. What I am going to say is to avoid running out of time and being under crazy pressure like I was last week and therefore some of you will have noticed there wasn't a podcast last Monday. I am recording it on Friday evening which I know makes sense but sometimes I'm not quite so organised. So here I am to ensure that you get your personal branding and impact fix for the week and at this point I will say I'm sorry for those of you that missed it on Monday. If you are listening to it in order then I appreciate that some of you do wait for it coming to drop on a Monday. So um, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Um. So today I am, well I'll get on to today's topic in a moment but I've had an interesting week actually and um, particularly something I wanted to share with you. I went yesterday for a full day's event with a very good friend of mine. He was running um, a VIP masterclass. Some of you will know Gary King through social media or through your network. But Gary and I started our businesses at a similar time and were introduced very early on. And we've always spoken at similar events and we do joke that we could probably understudy for each other Um on our presentations and a lot of our beliefs are very similar. We believe in showing up, we believe in going the extra mile, we believe in a strong personal brand, we believe in taking action. So he had two speakers, a husband and wife team who were Laura and Danny Massaro and Laura had been the world number one squash player for many, many years and Danny, her husband, was her coach and they were sharing experiences from sport and how you can, how these translate into business. Now, as you know, I love an anecdote from sport and having worked in professional sport, in cricket, then a lot of the anecdotes I share are absolutely from sport. I spend my time watching football and cricket and tennis these days and I just love how the skills and the traits and the behaviour traits and the mindset translate so well from sport into business and there were a couple of key takeaways that I took from yesterday. One of them wasn't actually something that really came up in the presentation but I had a chat with Danny at the coffee break and we were talking about people taking themselves too seriously and I mean he described Laura as 
his wife as, you know, get a grip, you're just hitting a ball up against the wall. She was the world number one player. But sometimes I think we can get ourselves a little bit bogged down in the moment. And honestly, last Sunday night when I realised I wasn't going to be able to deliver a podcast for you, not one of the quality that I would have wanted, I started to get a little bit anxious and then I just thought come on Deborah it's one week it's a podcast it's 20 minutes there are plenty of pre um, episodes there if people want to go back and listen there are many many other podcasts out there so you know just put it into perspective so that was one thing I learned this week about you know having fun um, this is something fun actually is one of my values And I spoke to a new potential client this week and I said to him, don't think it's going to be really serious because I believe in having fun and it's something that I look for in the people that I work with and it's what I look for in everything I do, even in the darkest times. So for me, fun is incredibly important. And then the other thing they talked about was taking action and how sometimes, and I know I've mentioned this on here before, we are great at consuming, but often we don't create. And there was a wonderful Chinese proverb um, that Danny shared that was, talking doesn't cook the rice. And I thought that was wonderful. You need to take action. So um, those are my uh, takeaways from yesterday. And it was great to have time to reflect as well. I encourage my clients to do that. Do I do it myself all the time? Not always. So it was an opportunity to do that as well. Okay, I just thought I'd share those key learnings with you. But today I want to talk about misconceptions about personal branding because I've worked with a client this week and I just got a little bit of pushback from a couple of the delegates that were there and I hope by the end of the session that they perhaps had a greater insight into personal branding. But I do think there are a number of common misconceptions about the subject. And I thought I would share 10 top common ones that I come across. So number one, it's only for celebrities. So many people think that you don't need a personal brand if you are not a celebrity or a public figure. But in reality, everyone already has a personal brand and it is crucial for personal and professional success. And you may have heard me say this before, but, you know, Jeff Bezos of Amazon says your personal brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. It's people's experience when they come into contact with you in exactly the same way a business brand is about the experience. It's how it makes us feel. Well, when every every touch point that somebody comes in contact with your personal brand, 
it's the experience that they get in their, that moment and what they are left with. And then they have expectations about that, which is where the consistency comes in. They have expectations. And if you fall short the next time, they will start to question it. So everyone has a personal brand. The question is, are they managing it? So that's the first one. And then the second one is, oh, well, it's all about self-promotion. And um, that's not true either. Yes, it is about self-promotion, but in a positive way. It's about, it's not, well, my version is that it's not about fake it till you make it. It's about recognising what your skills are and being authentic about this, knowing what your values are, knowing your expertise and building trust and credibility around that authentic brand. Because actually people spot a fake, don't they? It doesn't take long for us to realise that we're being manipulated or somebody perhaps isn't showing up authentically. So the challenge is, and I think people find this quite difficult and it's something that Certainly when I'm working with people one-to-one, I help them identify those skills and identify those values, identify what it is that's so unique about them. That's one of my gifts to be able to spot those strengths in people and be able to help them see that, help them own it and then weave that into a story that they can then articulate. So it's not about self-promotion. It's not about making you into something that you're not. It's about authentically recognising who you are, your strengths and your weaknesses but about spotlighting what you are really good at and building trust and credibility through your expertise. So thirdly, it's all about social media. Now, I find this one quite interesting because certainly at the moment, I mean, you'll have heard me say this before, but this is my 13th year in business. Now, don't get me wrong, 13 years ago, I didn't talk about personal branding or not as consistently as I do now. I talked about reputation and profile. But there are certainly over the last couple of years, a lot, um, a real influx of personal brand specialists, personal brand experts, and they are very much around thought leadership and the tactics of getting a message, a profile out in the social media through in social media, through LinkedIn, through Instagram, through TikTok, whatever the social media of choice is. Now, absolutely, social media is a valuable tool. And if you want to raise your profile, then it is important to use social media as a part of your personal brand strategy. But personal branding goes far beyond your platforms. It encompasses how you present yourself in person, how you show up, your energy, your attitude, in your work, in every single touch point, whether that is online and or offline. And I think it's very easy to think about thought leadership and putting out this persona on social media 
whereas actually your reputation will be very quickly undermined if in person you're not a great uh, personality. And we've seen that in the public eye sometimes that people put this great persona out on social media yet soon the stories start to arise about how maybe they don't treat people, maybe they don't show up like that when they are in person. So an interesting one that. Yes, again, and you can see with all of these that there is a, a hint of truth in it, but actually when we dig deep, these are absolute misconceptions. Okay, number four, that it's static. Now, if you do the work and put the work in in advance, then you can perhaps relax a little bit around your personal brand because your personal brand is about consistency. So there will be certain resources that you can pull together. There will be certain uh, profiles that you can pull together your photographs, your headshots. There will be certain things that you can spend a lot of time pulling together, doing the um, inner work first. And then that will make it easy for easier for you to show up on a regular basis consistently. But it evolves over time. It's not fixed. We evolve and hopefully we grow as people. And as we grow as people, that means that our experience or the experience of other people around us will be different. And therefore, our personal brand is different. It's not fixed. You can adapt it as you amplify your goals, you change your goals, your interests. And of course, it's an amalgamation of all the experiences that you have had to date. So if you are consistently having experiences and hopefully learning from change, maybe learning from failure, learn how there was a wonder, another wonderful, um, I digress a moment, but another wonderful piece that came out of yesterday's presentation that said, I can't remember this verbatim, but basically saying that experts are the people that have tried everything and sometimes they've failed at everything as well. But because they've failed, they've come out the other side having learnt and are therefore better people as a result of that. So, no, it's not static. It is cons uh, constantly and consistently evolving. Um, number five, this is one close to my heart. And uh, if you've been listening for a long time, you will know that. But it's not about being perfect. Uh, that's a misconception. Perfection is not the goal. I'm just going to say that again for myself. Perfection is not the goal. It's about being authentic and transparent. Being authentic is the most important part of your personal brand. People connect with real, imperfect individuals, not flawless personas. Yes, we see them on the as Instagram influencers, some of them. And eventually they start to get a little bit of stick, don't they? We can't connect with something that is so beautifully filtered. And 
you know, I'm a great fan of Brene Brown and her work about vulnerability. And hasn't she got a fabulous personal brand because she's been so specific, but she's been so brave in talking about these areas that we're actually very uncomfortable with, particularly in business, particularly in leadership. But talking about shame, talking about vulnerability, talking about showing up with our flaws, talking about owning our imperfect stories. So I think Brené Brown is a great example of somebody who has taken this work and actually used it brilliantly for her own personal brand. Okay, what's number six? Well, the misconception is that it's a quick fix. If you've ever heard me speak, I quite often finish with the anecdote, the um, Chinese proverb, when is the best time to plant an oak tree? And the best time to plant an oak tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. We cannot build a strong personal brand overnight. It takes time and it takes consistent effort. For me, the most heartbreaking situation is when somebody picks up the phone or emails me and says, I've got my dream interview next week. I've got the interview for my dream job. Um or I've lost a pitch that would have made such a difference to my business. Um, it's too late then. It takes about six months, I would say. Yes, we can do some quick wins. Yes, we can find some quick wins when it comes to profile, when it comes to body language, when it comes to mindset. But actually, the most challenging part of personal branding is that it's about perception. And therefore, we have to show up consistently enough times for people to change their opinion of you or for you to build a brand in their minds. So it does take time. So if there's one thing you do from today, start working on it now. Number seven, um, another of my little uh, bugbears is that it's all about appearance. No, it isn't. It involves far more than just how you look. Yes, how you show up is your packaging and our um, visual sense, our visual impact is incredibly important. And we see people and experience people, most of our first impressions are through our visible impact but it also includes your values your communication skills your expertise how you treat others and so much more so um we've talked about this before haven't we there was a full podcast on appearance but it is something that is incredibly important but a small part of a much bigger picture uh, coming to the last couple now, uh, number eight, it's only for extroverts. Introverts can have powerful personal brands too. It's about showcasing your strengths regardless of your personality type. And you know, if you are more introverted, and it's interesting, a lot of the people that I work with, particularly the ones that approach me 
often are more introverted, it can actually make your life easier. Because the one thing I heard from introverts is that they don't want to, they're not all about self-promotion. They're not great at articulating their value and they don't like small talk. I know I'm generalising here, but this is, you know, some of the characteristics, some of the traits. And I often, in conversation with a more introverted person, will say, but what if you have a conversation with somebody and you find some common ground and they say, oh, well, I'm absolutely fine then. Because once I have that common ground, it doesn't feel as superficial. Now, by finding and working on your own personal brand, it isn't superficial. It's looking at your values. It's looking at your strengths and it's being able to articulate those so that you can find. And it's also about identifying your audience, those people that are a good match for you. So you will find that you naturally have ground in common, topics in common, interests in common, which will make that connection far easier. Number nine, which this one is a little bit like the self-promotion, but I think there's an opinion that it can be a little bit narcissistic and it's about, you know, that excessive self-focus. But actually it's not. It's about understanding and communicating your unique value for the benefit of others. One of the most important factors about knowing your personal brand and working on your personal brand, and certainly you've heard me talk about clarity, communicate, capitalise, you can't even start to think about how you're going to communicate and capitalise until you have clarity on who your audience are and what their needs are, what do they need from you. So it's not all about you. And then finally, here comes the big one. It doesn't matter. Well, of course, I'm going to say it matters. But I do believe that some people underestimate the importance of personal branding. Now, I have to say that in the last couple of years, and I think lockdown and hybrid working has played into this, there has been much more of an understanding of the power of personal branding. And certainly my clients are now not just individuals approaching me, but corporates, larger organisations coming to me and saying, we need you to work with our people because we realise that our talent need to be able to recognise and articulate their strengths to progress within the organisation. It's part of their culture to ensure that the pe their people are showing up at their best. And of course, if they're showing up their best, then the organisation are getting the best from them. You know, in today's interconnected world, a strong personal brand can open doors, it builds relationships, it helps you influence and it creates opportunities. It really is about taking an active role in the direction of your life and I often say if you're not taking control of your personal brand you're leaving it in the hands of other people and therefore you're not driving you're not taking control you're letting it happen by chance so to summarize I think it's just important to believe to recognize 
that in its simplest form, personal branding is about being the best version of yourself. I know that's a bit of a cliche, it's a bit of a throwaway term, but why wouldn't we show up as the best version of ourselves? We feel better and therefore we perform better, but people also experience a better version of us. In fact, today the quote in my planner is the famous Mother Teresa quote that says, always leave people that you meet better for having had that interaction with you. Again, <laughs> I've butchered the quote a little bit, but you get the um, you get the meaning behind it. Do the inner work to identify what that best version of you is. And then it's about having the confidence to articulate that and share that with the world in a way that resonates with your goals and values and is always, always, always authentic. And I'm just adding this in, but not always perfect. Have a super week. And I'll see you next week. Feeling inspired? If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.